1: talking about millions of dollars. What would you do if you had a million dollars? I'll tell you what I'd do, man.
2: Two chicks at the same time, man.
1: We're living in a material world, and I am a material girl.
3: Or boy.
4: Well,
2: what about you now? What would you do? Besides
4: two chicks at the same time? Oh, yeah. Nothing.
2: Nothing, huh? I would relax. I would sit on my ass all day. I would do nothing. Well, you don't need a million dollars to do nothing,
0: man. Take a look at my cousin. He's broke. Don't do
1: If f- I had a
0: Morning, back, Stocks and Jacks. I'm tomorrow. Andrew on the board. SP Futures up 19. Nasdaq Futures up 128. We're bouncing back. I mean, yesterday's loss. We can't have a loss. We got to be up. So let's buy the dip. Buy the dip. Speaking of dips, no, no, no. Do we have Mister Kevin? Uh, I go by Mister Dip. If you don't, Mr. Mister Mr. Dip. Yeah. We had a we had a guy in the in the trading pit. Who was a broker, the OEX, and he had D.I.P. as his acronym. And he was forever known as the D.I.P. or the D.I.P.ster. I don't know why anybody would do that necessarily, but he did.
5: But he did. Well, you know, self-deprecating humor uh, um, usually flies. Most people appreciate it.
0: Um, I have a, uh interesting story last night. In all my years, I've never seen anything quite like it. Tell it, Tom. Um, Tell it. There I was, minding my own business, went to the club. Stop! Yeah, stop for a quick one with the boys. Uh, We've learned a few things, boy, these guys are all over this Northwestern thing. The uh, oh man, they should just like open up the uh, you know the the endowment and like just pay all these guys off millions of dollars. I'm like, wait, wait. you guys don't even know the testimony yet. You already you already jurors on the case. Anyway, so I walk across the street to my truck, and I see this girl jog by, and I do a little double take, and I a triple and a quad take. Finally, I said. Yes, she's naked. I'm like She can't be naked. <laughs> Look she's naked. And she there's somebody waiting for the for the light going across across the Eisenhower, or whatever it is now. Uh she uh doesn't want to stand next to somebody naked, obviously. <clears throat> so she takes off across the expressway against the light. Cars are, are honking at her and, and getting out of the way I and mean, Damn near killed herself, then gets across the street, decides she's gonna run down Wells, but then all the firemen are out in front playing the bag bag thing. Doesn't want to do that, and then runs sideways across where the where the the uh, train car is, and heads up Financial Place. I'm going, what in God's name is she? I mean, she looked like she was 17, 18, slender, but very petite. I'm like, w- what is... It wasn't like. Some somebody after her in a car with the clothes on a deer or anything like that. She was just out by herself. Yeah, I say, was, she, was she running away from something? Was there is there you know uh, a nobody was after Story that leads to I, it, or did
5: she just decide to go streaking?
0: I don't. But it, but it was a full full out jog. It was not it like a streak where you know, you streaked the elbow room and, and ran into the bathroom and put your clothes back on or anything. I mean, was, I'm I've like, I, I never seen anything like it. I'm like she no. at first my first thought is she's got to have a flesh colored you know leotard or something. And I'm going. Oh wait a minute! Really, I, yeah, everything
5: seems to be bouncing freely. It's
0: um, she was pretty slender, so not a whole lot of bouncing, but still, yes, you could. And uh, she wasn't she wasn't big with the razor either. So, um, this, God, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't believe it. So I I picked somebody up and I go, did you see somebody just run by naked? He goes, no, I would have seen that. I gotta wonder where she went. She must have ducked through like the car, the uh, I like... But, you know, you, you would think there'd be somebody like Wither on a dare or something, but... Or lost a bet, but I, Anyway, so that was my...
5: Well, so, that, that sort of leads really uh, very nicely into the show, though, because we are all about
0: the naked truth. Yeah, yeah. Or the naked... What's the other one? The Naked City. In the, in the, how many stories? Is it, was there a million stories in the Naked yeah, City? This is just one of them. Naked City. This is one of them. Yep. And, uh... Anyway. So that was, uh... Interesting. Then I... I we're trying to figure out what happened to the in the, the Cub game. I don't know what that was all about. So I, I I listened to it at home. Um and the the announcers for those that don't know, it's the weirdest thing. Some some batters when they think, when they swing through come around a psych like, a second time. Um if if you miss the ball. Yeah, it's 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 how big is the follow through and EMF yeah. has a substantial follow through. And a lot of times uh you know people in the major leagues know each other. And sometimes the the guy will actually warn them because I think Hank Aaron or Willie Mays had one of the first thing they do is the new catchers they, be careful, so. Well, yeah, it's part of the scout
5: for uh, scouting report for uh, catchers. You you need to know if you should be concerned about um, you know somebody's uh, somebody's follow through because you don't want to get hit in the
0: head. Well, and then but now contrast that with the new thing now. Nobody cares if you throw anybody out. Nobody cares. It's all in framing pitches now, is the, new, is the new shtick. This is the new mantra for no, catchers. It's been that way for a long time. No, but, okay, go ahead. But uh, now, well, it's more important now where they want guys down on one knee where you can't go get the ball anywhere near as easy because they say you can frame better. Anyway, Contreras has been basically bitched at forever because he's not the best framer. Even though he's got a great arm and whatever else. So one of the things you want to do when you frame is you want to go out and reach for the ball and catch it fur further on as you can if if it's heading out of the strike zone, right, Kevin? So sure enough, Contreras reaches out to get his ball, leans forward, I right, didn't have come through and he bonks him on the head with the bat. Doing totally unintentional. They go out and he's got a cut, they got the you know they got the towel out there and he's got blood on the towel. And uh so they It
5: was because he hit him on top of the helmet yeah. and
0: um,
5: and normally that would not cut anybody, but in this case it caught it just right, so that uh, he was bleeding profusely.
0: I think the, what the helmet did is it scrunched down on his ear.
5: Yeah, Whatever it
0: was, yeah. Uh, anyway, so he, they're, they're with the two of them, spot. they were on a team forever, and I, I, I assume that they're at least friendly, so they kind of shook hands with, like, no harm, no foul. They actually hugged. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, the pitcher wings one at Hap's head, like if he did it on purpose. Okay, fine, that's a message, whatever, dumb as it is. The next one, he plunks him. And then he's the, uh, <laughs> so the, the umpires get together, and they throw him out. Then the manager bitches, and they throw him out.
5: I think the manager goes when the pitcher goes anyway. I think the manager was done.
0: Oh, maybe. It it could be. It could be. So I'm listening to Cardinal announcers. This is a travesty. This is just baseball. Since when do you get to throw somebody twice because there was an accident? He didn't do it on purpose. The catcher didn't think he did. Where 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 were the announcers coming from, Kevin? I have no idea. Meathead pitcher, meathead announcers. Yeah. Oh man, this is just baseball. They're gonna ruin this game totally. That that's totally inappropriate. He he gets to throw at this guy because like, no, no, he doesn't. <laughs> anyway,
5: yeah, and, and and watching you know watching them hug each other before uh, Contreras left the field, um, you know that should have that should have told them <laughs> you know what the situation was. So yeah, it, it it was it was totally crazy. And so what what did that do? Uh, there were two outs and nobody on. So because he got hit, Hatt took first base. The Cardinals had to replace both the pitcher and the catcher because Contreras was hurt. Yeah. They didn't have a backup catcher anymore on the bench, and uh, uh, and the manager was gone. And so what you know what happened there? They brought a guy in. He got himself warmed up. Uh, man on first, two outs, base hit, walk, walk. <laughs> yeah. One run scored. Another hit. Now it was three to nothing. Good job,
0: Miles Michaelis. You yeah. really helped your team out there. Yeah. What a genius. Um, I have a. Uh, I know. Uh, well, Lou gave us a whole shtick yesterday on the Hunter Biden, and he's talking a little bit about this Northwestern. But you know, I, the part that I don't, I don't get about this, Kevin, I don't see how this. And I was with a couple people last night that are all into the, the New Age. All right. And I'm not so sure I'm ready for the New Age. Uh, I he evidently. They used the example of uh, you know these numbers might be wrong. Evidently, there was a, there was a settlement from the Boy Scouts regarding uh, I don't know creepy sexual stuff uh, a couple few years ago. I didn't I didn't follow it that much. I don't know if you did, but evidently the upshot of it was because the Boy Scouts were in bankruptcy court. Now I think I'm correct on this that the the uh, claims were paid out of bankruptcy court. And evidently, everybody and his brother sent in a claim, like to the, you know, thousands and thousands of claims, and they just essentially split up the money and paid them all without going into any investigation or anybody backing up their story and whatever. And this this is somewhat of the world we're in now. I mean, I don't, I mean, I can't imagine, I can't even think of taking advantage of a kid. But that, so it's not even on my radar screen. But now, fast forward to this Northwestern thing, and last night the conversation was all about. The president has to resign. He just needs to be out of there. Uh, and oh, by the way, uh, they should just go into the endowment and they should just come up with you know a hundred million dollars and just pay everybody off. And I'm going. Let me get this straight. You've got they're not employees, which is another issue, but or or, or even in a fraternity. I said, okay, so somebody somebody goes into a fraternity and all of a sudden one he gets. His ass paddled eight times, and they stick him in the middle of Horner Park naked at two in the morning. He's got to make it a half a block to the street, and they pick him up. All right, pretty stupid. Nothing that I would really necessarily want. I didn't. <laughs> okay, now that guy says, that happened to me, so when it's my turn, I'm going to slap his ass ten times, and then we're gonna, instead of Horner Park, we're going to try, you know, the palest forest preserves in the middle of there, and we'll see if he gets his way out of there, and we'll be waiting for him. All of a sudden, the... Uh, A quick thunderstorm comes up, the temperature drops 20 degrees, and the guy croaks. Now, the guy's over 18, you're over 18, I'm not saying any of this is right or wrong, I think it's horrible. How exactly are you two held totally harmless, The one guy's totally not horrible, he's dead. How, How are those two held totally harmless, and somehow the university or the president has to pay other people millions of dollars. What, what, how, how do we get from the people who actually did it, having no liability whatsoever, to the people who didn't do it having to pay out other people's money? And where am I, I, you know, I guess there's some logic here someplace in the law, Kevin, but it just escapes me.
5: Well, yeah, first of all, should the president be fired? Only if you think he should be fired for being such a dunce in yeah. communication. Otherwise, he hasn't been there long enough to claim responsibility or to be assigned resp- responsibility for everything that was going on. Um, I don't remember the athletic director's background. I know he's fairly new as well, but I don't know if he was there as an assistant AD or anything like that. So, uh, now, one of the things, and having done this a number of times, um, you know, I, I one, there were several... Ways that I made a living over the years, but the uh, probably the biggest one was taking over totally dysfunctional departments and uh, and turning them around. So you know, I I have some pretty strong principles that I believe uh, you have to do. But any time you go into a new situation like that, the first thing you have to do is you have to size up the culture. You don't just come in, plop all your stuff down on the desk, put your feet up on the uh, you know, uh, close the office door and. And uh, and enjoy yourself. You you don't do that. What you do is you get in and you really have to connect with everything, find out what's going on, and make a good assessment of, of the culture. Clearly, these guys did not do a good job of that. Um, and uh, and so we, you know, I, I'll stipulate that. And so I, I'm just bringing that up because uh, you know if you, if you're going to fire them, you're going to fire them for being bad at their jobs, not for responsibility here because I don't think I don't think we're in a good spot to assign responsibility to them now you want to go to the coaching staff that's fine and in fact uh, I, I read a report and I haven't seen it I haven't seen the doc, uh, picture myself but I read a report that ESPN was showing a picture of a whiteboard in the locker room um, that detailed all of who, who was getting hazed how. Uh, which would tell me then that the coaching staff had to know.
0: Oh yeah, they, they couldn't have. known. But how, how are the people that are that are doing it? How are they held harmless?
5: They they should not be held harmless. I would think um, that they would be going in through uh, um, through Northwestern's disciplinary process for students at the very least, and and depending on the outcome of that. Uh, and what gets documented in there, you could wind up with either criminal or civil civil charges, but you know certainly civil charges would, would be part
0: of the equation. But I, you know, I, I, I also don't get the. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, as you can tell, I'm, I'm confused on this. If <laughs> I I know I'm joining the fraternity or something, and I know it's ass paddling night, and I show up and I sit there and thank you, sir, I have another. How am I not complicit?
5: Oh, by taking it? That, that's a, a, a dicey situation.
0: I don't right? mean, I so mean, it's not like if four, four guys jump me, that's one thing. If they say, you're paddling is 8 o'clock, come on over, and I go over, that's different, right?
5: Yeah, I, I understand. And so the, the question is, why did people put up with it? And uh, and why didn't people leave immediately? And there's a number of answers. First of all, you got to remember that most of these people are 18, 19 years old. So there are very, very different levels from one to the next person of levels of emotional maturity. Um, you know, so, uh, some people just really, really need to go along to get along. Others might be much more independent and would say, bleep you and I'm not coming. Uh, you know, and, and you don't know what you're going to get. But once, you know, if, if you don't participate, you're ostracized on the football team. Okay, maybe that's the case. And so, uh, and, and that, that can include by the coaches. So now you're, uh, you're, uh, ability to see the field, your football career per uh, it now becomes a factor of what you do, and then why don't people just transfer out? Well, if you remember, you know it wasn't but a few years ago that you had to sit out a year when you transferred, and uh, so you know could you find a good landing spot? Were you willing to sit out a year? Was that going to do what was that going to do to your uh, progression as a football player? All these things come into play. And and I wouldn't discount that the idea that y- yeah it may really really suck and and I uh, I may hate that this happens uh, but by the same token I'm getting a free uh, education from one of the most prestigious schools
2: in I, get, I get it I get uh, it
5: frankly the world and maybe that's a factor too for people as saying okay I'll put up with it you know I I, I don't want to put up with it but I have to put up with it if I want this free North
0: well North you know we community. also have but people at 18 and 19 used to be like fighting wars and supposed to know what they're doing I mean this idea that you're 18 or 19 and you're you your got a brain of a 12 year old that's that's the new society it's not mine
5: well it, it is Tom and, and 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 you're right and you know the idea that people did go to war and you know in, even when we were 18 19 and they were going to Vietnam but not everybody who went there
0: was in a good position to you know, had the, really had the emotional maturity to deal with it well either. I don't think I would uh, now. <laughs> yeah, it's with you go to Vietnam I wouldn't want to go now. I don't think I have the emotional mat- maturity but uh, Yeah, but, it, but it, you know. know, it really becomes
5: a, a rather substantial factor because it a lot depends on how you were raised, what your you know, what your parenting was like, but a lot depends on uh um, you know, where society is and, and so on. I mean, there's a lot of factors in there. But um, levels, you know, eight, 18 is probably, it, let, let's just say 18 for as an example. It could, it could just well be 19 or even 20. But I don't think that there is a wider disparity in levels of emotional maturity from one person to the next um, at any other age
0: that is wider than at that age. Well, I, I would agree. And I, and I think a lot of it has to do with how people are, are raised this way. I mean, uh, I'm not I went to a graduation party a few years ago. It, it was the one percenter North Side crowd. I don't know why I was invited, but and and we were talking about kids sprinkling around the country to California, New York, the best schools. Some of these kids had not even been allowed to get on the bus because because it was like they had to take an Uber. Mom had to drive them, but all the way through high school. How the how, how the hell are you going to live on your own two thousand miles away when you can't even take a bus the day before? I I know I, I mean I, this this this. Growing up is supposed to be a process, and if you don't let people grow up, as parents, because you're afraid—which you know—in some societies maybe you should be afraid. But how the hell, how do you expect them to be, ever be adults? It's a whole.
5: Yeah, I, I'm with you, Tom. I've seen that in, in in parents where, you know, they wouldn't do anything because they don't want <coughs> they don't want the kids to make mistakes. And the the thing is, when it comes to making mistakes, that you have to let them. You, you know, you have to let them make the ones that aren't catastrophic. Yeah, you now, there yeah. might be other mistakes that you say, "No, no, no, no." I, you know, I, I'm, I'm pulling my, I'm pulling rank here uh, as a parent, and uh, um, and you're not doing that because the consequences are too steep. But for the most part, yeah. When I was raising my kids, I, yeah, I got to let you make that one. You know, I I, I can tell you what I think, but uh, but I you know, I have to let you make it. But uh, nevertheless, and and you know, even. I, I've, I've said this a number of times over the years, too. You, you know, as a parent, you can do everything
0: right. You can do 100% right, and it still won't turn out right. Well, my, I guess... <laughs>
5: Sometimes it just doesn't, because there's other influences in our kids' lives.
0: Well, I, you know, I just... The, the, I think the thing that bothers the hell out of me on this, Kevin, there's all kinds of right and wrong here, mostly wrong. And people should be held accountable, the kids who did it. And the kids that, you know, took it when they shouldn't, and the parents were so anxious for them to get the seventy grand a year that they weren't going to back the kids up. I mean, they'll, they'll do anything for a scholarship. They probably didn't even know the kids were, were Right, but one I'm one. saying in, in general, I'll go back to the case where the the, the guy was doing, uh, he was messing around with the gymnasts and everything, and he was he at Michigan State or where the hell was he, or Michigan or something? Yep. Well, you know what, Kevin, if if you're, you ask your daughter, how you doing? Well, I sort of hurt my ankle. And we look at you, well, the doctor came over and gave me a, a foot massage. What do you mean came over? Well, he came to my room. Uh, did he bring a nurse? Uh, not exactly. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, f- for, you to, for you to blindly take hear that conversation, and because you're dying for her to get her gym scholarship, you forget about her, you don't say anything, you're at fault, too. I mean, I, I'm sorry. you yeah, fault. I understand.
5: And the guy that was at Michigan State, you know, a lot of his abuse was
0: uh, his abuse was not Michigan State athletes; right. it
5: was um, uh, USA Gymnastics. Right.
0: So, what I, I guess my, my point is, there's all kinds of I use the term credi- culpability here, but the thing that bothers the living crap out of me is all of a sudden there's this blanket money involved. where we're 48 sleazy lawyers. To make a commission somehow if we if we grab enough money out of the endowment, and i 'm not saying the university i 'm not going against the legal system here, but somehow, if we can find forty million dollars of which of which they get sixteen or whatever the number is, we can somehow make this all right no you can 't, no, you can't I mean I mean the idea in the in the Catholic Church where somebody in the 50s was doing some nasty stuff, well, you know it was horrible the guy's dead. <laughs> The 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 person who somehow now remembers it, you know, and maybe it did affect their life the whole way. I don't. Is 75, and somehow the solution is if I go to church on Sunday and throw 50 bucks in the collection thing, they take my 50 bucks and give it to somebody. How how that solves anything, I have no idea, Kevin. I mean, I didn't do it. I wasn't around. I was a kid then. Why why is why am I paying? And you know, I I don't. I I, I
2: hear you, Tom. It's the
5: same. You know, it's the same thing that um, goes with the reparations
0: article. Well, if we're going to have a reparations, we need to find all the people who died from Illinois who never had a slave in the Civil War, or Ohio, or Indiana, do they get some too? I mean, if we're going to go there, let's go there. if well, b- we're going to go there on reparations,
5: um, people have to remember how uh, financial settlements of grievances work. Grievances. Um, the, w- the way they work is uh,
0: you, you take the check, cash the check, we're done. We don't get, we're not, you don't get to raise the issue anymore. You oh, know. boy, that's, that's not going to happen here. <laughs> that's not going to happen. You <laughs> no. mean,
5: and, and therefore, you know, if we have reparations, that we shut down all federal government uh, programs that are uh, based on race. But you have to give people enough we give people enough money, say, here, here's enough to
0: get an education, here's enough to start a business, whatever it is, and we're done. We're By the way, do you, about this do you, is that going to happen? No. Do you have to prove that you're well, a. That's, that's not how it works, though. Do you, do you have to prove it's you're... That's not dis- how settlements work. Do you, do you have to prove you're a descendant of a slave, or you just got to be black? I, nah, I just settle out with everybody. Oh, God. SP Future's up 22. Futures up. It might th- be cheaper when you think of you know the programs you could stop, though. Yeah, well, they're not going to stop. We'll be, we'll be right back,
1: stocks and Jacks. <laughs> How much confidence do you have that your investments will make you wealthy? Do you truly know the odds? Welcome to Luckbox.
4: Eight eight one zero, or search us on the web at cognoshr.com. Cognos HR Innovation in Human Resources, licensed in Illinois and Arizona.
0: Hello, this is Tom Harrell, the chief. Confused about investing these days? I suspect you are not alone. Investing was never easy, although at times it may have seemed so. I think one reason behind the current concern, although maybe not explained as such Hello and welcome back and Jackson, I'm Tom Howie Andrew on the board. SP futures up 21, NASDAQ futures up 139. Back to where we should be up every day. Now yesterday, these the Naves. we were up huge. We were up 240 NASDAQ points. At one point we turned around and we were down like 100 and some. It was like a 400-point turnaround. Um, but the reason, well, one of the reasons for this is the Bank of Japan, which has been leaning all over their markets forever with a zero interest rate policy, they can only go to 0.5%. Kind of let out a little thing yesterday that they might be revising that policy soon. So it, it, it turned everything into turmoil. Uh, gold was up when I was doing the show. Gold got clobbered. The uh, U.S. dollar was up like 1% against the other stuff. It was a huge move in the market. But now the buy the dippers are back in and they're, they're still here. I'm not. By the way, that's been probably the best strategy for the last 10 or 15 years. But I think... We're gonna find some people wear it out one of these days. I'm, I'm getting a weird feeling. We're getting close to something changing here, but we'll see. Uh, now that we look to uh, investors looking toward the Fed's favorite inflation gauge, which you can't get any detail on, which is such a load of crap, like I can't even go there, so I won't say a word. Oh wait, I already did. Individual stocks: We have a uh, uh, Procter and Gamble came out with earnings. They're up 283. Guess what? They said they're doing good because they raised all their prices more than more than they're paying their people and stuff. So I mean, this is across the board. It's, it, all these revenues now, all these earnings that are good, are because people are raising prices. As every person in America knows, that's what's happening. Over in Asia, we've got Nikkei down 131.4%, Hang Seng up 277, 1.419,916, trying to get back over 20,000. Shanghai up 59, 1.8%. So a rally in China, not so much in uh, Japan. Over in Europe, We've got the DAX up 16.1%. FTSE up 9.1%. CAC around down 9.1%. So very muted over in... Uh, uh, Europe stock. statements German economy stagnates. Bank of Japan jolts markets. Jolts markets. There you go. Yesterday we were down 237. The Dow, a 13-day or 14-day streak ended. S&P was down 29. NASDAQ was only down 77, so not so much. Uh, because we still had Meta and we had NVIDIA up on the day. Ten-year which had been over four, is now 3.97, down four basis points, so it made it over four with all this stuff going on, because if Japan's rate starts to go up, other people as well. The bond unchanged 2.43, but get a of this, Japan is supposed to have a top range of .5, it's at .56, up 12 basis points, so it's already moving, so evidently the policy hint is, is going to be real policy. Oil down 22 cents, 79.87, but still way above the old range. I'm going to say it's a breakout. Brent down 29 cents, 83.95. Natural gas down a penny, 258. bob down a penny, 293. We've got gold, which we got a big turnaround yesterday. It was getting clobbered. Is back up 1060 today, 1956, but still not as high as the yesterday morning was 1065 or 1070. Silver up six cents, 24.43, but a long way from that 25-hour number. Copper up two cents, 390. That Bitcoin up 70 bucks, but still mired low in the 29,000s, 29205. 29, and the US dollar today is bouncing the other way. Where we're dropping against the pound. so the pounds at 110. Um, I'm sorry, the pounds 128 and the Euros at 110. So if we didn't see any of this stuff happening. We're kinda of almost right back where we were yesterday morning, but with a lot of with a lot of movement in the meantime. Andrew, what do you got for us traffic with other sports?
7: Alright, it is a uh, seven twenty uh, excuse me, it is six thirty-nine here in Chicago on the twenty-eighth of July. Uh, starting off with some sports. Uh, yesterday, we just had the Cubs play against the Cardinals, and the Cubs won 10-3. to 3. Uh, Right now, for Chicago weather, it's currently uh, thunderstorming out there, but that thankfully won't last for too long. Uh, gonna have a slight chance of rain for about another hour or two, and then uh, that'll go into some pretty sunny skies throughout the day, at least we hope. Uh, but right now, we're at 78 degrees. We're gonna have a high of 97 And over in Phoenix, they're currently at mostly clear skies, uh, 93 degrees, and they're going to have a high of 109 due to that never-ending excessive heat warning. Uh, Now, finally, over to Chicago traffic. Looks like no major accidents to report today. Um, We had some switch-ups, I believe, on the uh, uh, Kennedy today, on the Kennedy construction. Um, And it looks like that is causing some uh, delays all the way from about uh, Foster Avenue, nearly all the way to downtown at the moment. Um, and looks like if you're coming in on any other inbound expressway, it's going to be a little heavy. If you're coming outbound, then look out for the Eisenhower because there's a little bit of delays near Central Avenue. So that's all I got. Back to you, Chief.
0: So, uh, Kevin, we have the, uh, again, I'm, I'm causing controversy at my at my uh, my guy table. Well, actually, we had girls there last night as well, ladies. Uh, um, <laughs> with all the stuff of people on Giolito going for the, uh, the, uh, Sacks, um, my. I said, if, if I ever get season tickets again, which I probably I don't think I ever will, if I ever get season tickets again, I'm going to make a deal that I'm only going to buy the tickets up to the trade deadline. I want no part of the of the high price tickets for the last two months of the year when the team is horrendous, and and, and I'm going there watching a the AAA team. I want no part of it. So you're not going to get that deal. I said that's fine. Then I'm not going to do it. Where, where am I? That happened to me twice with the Cubs.
5: Well, I, I get what you're saying, but in the case of the White Sox, they're horrendous anyway.
0: So. Well, but yeah. I'm saying e- either way. I mean, I don't want to watch. Uh, I mean, if they get rid of uh, Cease and they get rid of a couple other guys, who's even left on the? T- I mean, what, what are we yeah, doing? I'd be now? surprised if they got rid of Cease. Okay, but how many? I mean, who, who else is going to? Anybody they can get, they don't have to pay for four oh, months. They'll
5: probably. Um, you'll probably see. Um, uh, oh hell! You know, what's uh, what's the fellow's name? Uh, Lance Lynn, you'll probably see Lance Lynn go. Uh, you will probably see, um, you know, maybe uh, one, another one of the relievers go. Um, you know, it, 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 that you know that that's what's going to be with them. Um, you know, I I don't know if any of the position players are going to go. I don't know if anybody wants any of their position players.
0: Well, the uh, now, what if the Cubs do the same thing? Now the, the Cubs have now had a, they got a pretty likable team. They're catching fire a little bit. They got some young guys that the fans are kind of into. All of a sudden, they dump four or five people and decide we're not going to win the rest of the way either. A, you're going to demoralize the team, and B, I mean, what, why do I want to go? I mean, I'm just I'm just well, asking. First of all, when they dumped
5: last year, they went on a winning streak, so I don't know how demoralized they get, but that's that's beside the point. They really they really have two guys. Um, more than anything else, they have two guys they ha- and, and they have to make decisions. Um, uh, one of them is uh, Cody Bellinger, who yep. is playing very, very well. Uh, and the other one is um,
0: uh, the pitcher, the, uh, the pitcher, starting
5: pitcher. Um, do, do, do,
0: do, let me I'll pull forget.
5: his name up too, because I keep uh, I'm having I'm having a senior day here. Uh, uh, we we are talking about. Um,
0: because they're only under contract to the end of the year.
5: Yeah, and they're only under contract till the end of the year. So, that's our uh,
0: Stroman, Stroman's yeah. the other one. Um so now you have to you have to look at them and say what what decisions
5: do you want to make about both of them. Now, the Cubs have put themselves in position to possibly make the playoffs. So, I it, it, uh, unless they lose the next 3 games and even if they lose the next 3 games in St. Louis. St. Louis is pretty bad too. Unless they, uh, but, but a, let's just say they even split a four-game series in St. Louis, or uh, or win three out of four, they're going for it. Uh, but the but that doesn't mean they aren't going to trade somebody away. It may mean they want to acquire somebody, and, uh, and it may mean they want to acquire prospects too. I would imagine that they will hold on to Bellinger at this point. Um, one is they don't have a lot of great choices for replacing him, um, but. You, you, you have to start looking at the minor leagues. So let's talk about Bellinger, the Cubs' top prospect. Also plays center field. He's a Double A now. He is rated so high as a defender um, that he will have a, a major league career, even if, um, he, even if he's not. Uh, oh, what do I want to say? Even if he's not the uh,
0: uh, the hitter you think the, he's going to be. Best hitter, but he's a good hitter too. I mean, he's, he's he he's supposed to be the new Andrew Jones. Hitting was up and down. Uh, yeah, but he's, sort of. I, yeah. I, he's, not, he's not quite as big and as powerful as Andrew Jones, but we're talking
5: about Pete Crow Armstrong. He's he's a guy they got from the Mets when they traded Javier Baez at the end of the uh, season a few years ago, and he wound, uh, Baez wound up being a two-month rental for the Mets, and the Cubs got Pete Crow Armstrong. He is so highly rated as a defender. But if you look at him, he's at double A now. He's hitting 288. He's on base at 366, which is quite good. And he's got a lot of doubles, and he
0: has 13 home runs as well. Yeah, and so in some wacko way that they they rank these people. Even really good players are like in this 60 to 65 range, and he's like an 80. And he can run. Yeah, he can even, throw. He's an 80 as a defender.
5: So when you look at him, his hitting is 55. His power is 50. His running is 60. His arm is 55. His fielding is 80, and 80 is the highest number you can get uh, on on this particular scale. So, you know, that's how they rate him. So I I don't know how that affects what you want to do with Cody Bellinger. I have some thoughts about that because the nice thing about Bellinger at this point is he can also play first base. So now, you know, what, do you, what are you doing? Well, you have some good first-base prospects, too, uh, one who was up for a little while and wasn't particularly successful, but that's not unusual for a guy who gets called up, you know, and, and does a stint in the majors and then finds out what he has to go back and work on. Uh, we saw that with, um, uh, with, with our guy, uh, um, Oh, you know his name. Why am I blanking on everybody? I watched this team the last two nights. I
0: should have their names at the top of my head. Yeah, well, you know, but Uh, it's just, it comes down to, for me, Kevin, and I don't know why I'm, I keep getting driven to this. Maybe it's something that the numbers don't lie. I mean, Ernie Banks had never had more than a one-year contract because his his idea was I'm always going to do better the next year. Of course, there was no collective bargaining then or anything.
5: Yeah, he wasn't allowed to go anywhere
0: either. but But, I mean, at the end, I mean, he didn't, they didn't, dump him halfway through the year. Every, the fact is, I mean, these people, you, you go out to see p- people play. I mean, there's a reason why Detroit, they had a good team once or twice when he was there, didn't dump Al Kaline. You went out to see Detroit, you went out to see you know Al I mean? Right, and
5: they didn't they, And they didn't dump their established stars, but they dumped, you
0: know, players have been traded at the trade yeah. deadline forever. But, well, this, well, I mean, this this, 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 this is... true, Including some really good players and some really good this players. Is, this, is this is way... Happened.
5: Not new. The, the question for the Cubs is: Do you think that they have a complete team now?
0: Uh, they're probably a guy or two away.
5: They, they are a few away. They really they they're, they're, they they don't have a first baseman, so they have to take their best center fielder and put him at first base and play another guy, Talkman, who is a nice you know a nice uh, roster player, but not necessarily a guy you want in your starting lineup day in and day out. And then they're playing. You know, whoever they can figure out how to play at uh, at, at third base. So they don't they don't have third baseman either. Um, so you know, and, and and you know, catcher they don't have a long-term solution. They have an older guy in Gomes, and they have a younger guy on the lineup that they're trying to bring along named Am- Amaya, who is supposed to be you know really should be in the minor leagues at this point of his career. So this is this is where they stand. They need to fill it out. Their best prospects that they have, the, the best guys that they have in their system, are uh, you know uh, Pete Crow Armstrong, and then you get the pitchers Kate Horton, Ben Brown, um, and uh, and then they uh, they also have access to some other guys that have been on, up and down uh, that they think are pretty good. Hayden Wisniewski is a guy who came in the I believe the deal
2: for um, with the Yankees for um, uh,
5: Rizzo or for who Rizzo. Yeah, for Rizzo, um, and and he started the year in their uh, uh, lineup, and he's he's sort of been up and down. See, so that, there was a there. So they, that, they they so look well, they looked out in on my the world. What I would want to do is um, is is I'd love to say keep you know uh, keep keep your your guy um, uh, Cody Bellinger and try to re-sign him. Do everything you can to re-sign him. Yeah, but
0: you got got to try and re-sign him this week. Um, but, but, here's, and,
5: uh, here's but, but he will be a free agent.
0: But here's um, what I... I, always,
5: I thought when they signed Bellinger in the first place, he was a placeholder for Pete Co- Crow Armstrong. And if he panned out, and if he did reasonably well, good. That's just a bonus. It's turned out he's been excellent. So, cool. Um, he, you know He's healthier than he has been in a while, and he's only 28, and that's a guy you want to keep.
0: But we've seen... And now I you turn to Stroman and say, okay,
5: what's going on with Stroman? Um, he's been... Really, really good almost the whole year, but also if you look at his fat last five starts, not so good. Right.
2: Um, in, in fact, he uh, and and he's 32, and he's
5: going to want a long-term contract. Is he may be wanting a contract that is more than you would expect to give him. Um, you know, if he's looking, if he's looking for three, maybe at 32, if right, he's right. looking for four or five.
0: Uh, I, I wouldn't do that. But Kevin, if, if they lose, if they, well, I don't know all these all these details, but if they lose him at the end of the year, just as a free agent, they get a pick between the first and second rounds, correct? They're not, I mean, here's here's my, you're talking about a product, and, you know, I, when I went as a kid, I'd go to the, see the Cubs, and sometimes I'd go see the Sox too if I could go. Really, they both sucked. <laughs> I mean, as, as teams, but they had players you wanted to go watch, and if they won that day, you were happy. You weren't in school, you weren't at work. I mean, it, it's a product. Baseball is a product. If if winning becomes this product, where everybody you talk to is is a is a mini general manager, oh yeah, they got to get rid of these three guys because they got to save money. Wait a minute, why do you care if they save money? You just bought a ticket. You're. <laughs> it's like saying I bought a ticket for Pavarotti. They're going to save money by not having Pavarotti there. Well, that's interesting. I mean, uh, you know, I get—I guess they could save money that way. But this whole thing where, when it happens now, you dump these people—they—they they try and make this up, losing a free agency by giving you this draft pick one or you know, one or two of them. Um, well, that's not enough. Okay, you know, forgetting the part that you're going to save a bunch of dough for two months. But at the end of the day, the, the teams, the, the league that is already disparate, and they have got the good teams and the bad teams, is now going to be more disparate, right? Where were you going to have a team that now just picked up three guys who was good to start with, playing some other bunch of schmoes that was that sucked to begin with, and they just got rid of the few guys they did have? I mean, it's like, you know, it's that. How do you, how does that get you competitive? All it does is get somebody more money because for the last month nobody shows up. They already bought the tickets. Now other teams that that have a, you know, I guess that nobody really gets a walk up anymore. But if you if you ride it, if you ride the tail at a walk up, you're of a problem because nobody's going to show up. But I mean the Cubs. I, I can remember years where we had we had a pile of tickets as, as high as my knee in the middle of the pit, because we couldn't give away, because everybody here had season tickets. But I mean somehow this, this is not working out. I understand why they're doing it, um, Kevin. I don't understand the economics. At least I think I do, but I think you should make at least an attempt to sign these guys. And if you don't, then you get this pick. Well, if the pick's not enough, then maybe you get two picks you got to sort of stop the... Well,
5: what, what if you can fleece somebody? I'm, 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 I'm just talking about, let's say, Stroman right now. First of all, his. Uh, if, if you look at his uh, last five games, he has given you uh, three, three, six, five, and five innings.
0: Yeah, well, his last three has been normal. That's it. And, uh,
5: and, and it hasn't been very pretty. Um, so I think one, one of the games was pretty good. Um, but, uh, but of the other ones So he's sort of reverted to his historical norm Where he's good but he's not great You also have you know, a guy who was in your rotation Waiting in the wings And you've added uh, Kyle Hendricks Since, uh, uh, since um, uh, Stroman's hot start So what if What if you can really fleece somebody What if you can get their number one prospect Or their, their, their number two and three Which is what the White Sox got in their trade with the angels is they got the number two and number three prospects and they're, you know, pretty, at least one of the two is, is pretty much, um, uh, ready, you know, is going to be ready to uh, move up very soon. So, you know, what, what if you can really, really fleece somebody for some, for a pitcher, you know, you're not likely to sign because he's a
0: Scott Boris contract and Boris is going to be an SOB and he's going to look for the biggest player right. he can find. Um, so,
5: you know, I, I don't know the answer to that. What if you could flip them? What if you can do that, and then you can turn around and trade a different prospect for a,
0: a replacement in the rotation for a guy that's, you know, that's pretty decent, too? Well, I'm not saying, I'm and, never going to say you don't listen. I think that's, that's the needle the Cubs have to thread now, because they, are, they have put themselves in convention
5: for a playoff spot, and they have to figure out what they can do there, because ultimately their mission is to be competitive for, a lot of years to do what the Astros did, or to do what uh, St. Louis did for a lot of years, um, you know, and, and, and you know, teams of, of similar ilk. Well, I mean, look at the. So that's why I yeah think, I agree. Right, that's why I think the Cup situation is interesting because they're sort of you know one foot uh, one foot's in the
0: water, one foot's not. Well, it, it is interesting, and, it, and it's not like you don't want to you don't want to listen or talk. I mean, you definitely do. There's, I don't have any question about that. If somebody's willing to give you, but the idea. The you know we're I don't know how much you listened to this, but I get this stuff sent to me all the time. These these teams are are selling, and they should get rid of like all eight of these guys. You know, I mean the the, the intrigue that's going on in every talk show regarding this stuff is way out of line. What, what you just said is absolutely correct. Why shouldn't you do that? I mean, if you have no to, if if Strowman wants five years, and you say I'm not giving this guy five years, I don't know if he's gonna make it to the end of the year the way he's playing. Uh, then yeah, why why wouldn't you? Because you're right. If you get somebody decent. You might end up not only get somebody decent, but you, you can you can maybe trade one of your prospects because you got a new one for somebody else to get a starter. For you can do the same thing to somebody else. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm just saying this whole idea that everybody just you know totally tosses their team apart to make a few more bucks for a couple of months. Sometimes they don't get anybody. I mean. Yeah, you know,
5: some of them are salary dumps. I don't think salary
0: dump is an issue with the Cubs. No, I don't think it is either. I'm not. I don't even think it's an issue with the White Sox. I think the White Sox are just looking and going, "Eck, this team sucks. We have to figure out how to, uh, you know, to change
5: it all." Unfortunately, the people who assembled the team that really sucks and has a really bad roster makeup are the same people that you're counting on to change it all, and that's gonna, that's not going to go well. Um, sort, of like uh, fed- sort of like the sort of like the Federal- Cubs, I don't think it's, I don't think there's anything that's salary late related. I think they're, what they're saying is we really need to look out more for 2024, five, six, and seven. And, uh, and, and that's, that's their tough decision. I do think, you know, it probably helps them that both of these high value guys that they have, that, you know, where they have to make decisions do like being in Chicago. And, and I think Strowman would love to sign an extension now if the Cubs were willing to do it, but I don't know if they come to agreement on terms. And that would be fantastic. Um, I, I, don't think, I, I really don't think um, that, uh, uh, that we're going to see uh, a, a, an extension uh, from um, uh, the, the, the Bellinger. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen, but I think Bellinger will give the, good, the Cubs a good chance. To uh, sign him at, at least as good a chance as everybody else, and somebody's just going to have to outbid him because he's only what twenty-seven years
0: old. Um, yeah, well, you also when you you talk about Bellinger and this kid coming up, we've seen how many can't miss guys come up. The Cubs have had you know they had some really good luck, and uh, you know and, and young players. They also have had some bad luck. I mean, he, he chap Choi got hurt and uh, Corey Patterson got hurt. I mean, uh, I mean this kid, I'm wishing him all the best. The guy in the minors. But, you know, you, you can make real big mistakes in this. They made a. I think they did. They lucked out. When I say lucked out, when they got rid of uh, Chris Bryant, he's been hurt a ways. And it turns out, you know, he wasn't something Javi Bias has never figured out how to play. But I think the Rizzo trade, uh, they, they could have used that anchor for the next five years. I mean, he's helped the Yankees immensely. And the Cubs would love to have him back. Has he really helped them immensely? He's been good, but. he's He solidified the infield because they got the scatter armed infield. He's he's a force on the team. He's always there. He plays every day. I mean, he he does what you're supposed to do. He's not a, he's not a I, hall of famer. I love Anthony
5: Rizzo, but by the same token, um, he is uh, hitting. Uh, what's he hitting right now? He's hitting two forty six and uh, he only has 12 home runs. So he's you know, last year he was good, but go back to, to um, you know, go back to the last few years, he's been okay, but. Not
0: fantastic. Well, I'm not saying he's a Hall of Famer. I'm saying he—he's. You're saying the Cubs don't have anybody at first base. If he was here, that'd be one problem he wouldn't have. But yeah, he... I, I no, I, I'm with you, and and I think they need to solve it. Now, maybe that's going to be
5: Matt Merv- Matt Mervis going long term because I'm sure they still like him. But you know, he—they—they they brought him up. They found out where where he needs work. They sent him back down, and. Uh, and and his numbers sitting at
0: uh, he's not even their number uh, one Iowa
5: and AAA looked really really good.
0: He is not even um, he's not even their number one rated first baseman in the minors. The thing I read. Well, I, I actually I think he is. I don't. Know, they had some uh, other name I never even recognized. I went through their whole um, list. And yeah, I know they, they
5: brought up the other guy, but when you look at it, no, he is. Uh, if, if you look at their top even twenty five prospects or top thirty prospects, um, you know, B.J. Murray at Double a is a third baseman first baseman. Uh, Pedro Ramirez is a second base, third base, I'm looking at the, the list here, uh, but there is nobody else who's a first baseman, and, and so Mervis is, is the top-rated one, and, and he's doing great, and he may be like Morel. Morel had to be sent down to work on some things, and he's come back up, and he's been excellent.
0: Well, are, are uh, we are we long-term sold on, uh, on Happ and uh, the other guy, Suzuki? What's his name? Uh, apparently, because they're under contract for the next several years. I'd rather have. Do
5: I think there are guys who, uh, uh, you know, prospects who are, um, uh, you know, uh, maybe better? Well, you got, you know, you're at class A with Kevin Elcontra, so uh, you know, you, you, he's a ways away, and he's one of their higher-rated prospects. He's their number four. Well, if this guy Davis has been dealing with back injuries, he was a hot, really hot prospect a couple of years ago, but he's been, you know, back injuries are problematic for professional athletes. So I, I, I don't know. I mean that this may be uh, you know uh, this may be the guys that they have. I, uh, yeah, I think are they sold on Hap? Yeah, I think Hap's a good player and he is also a Gold Glove outfielder. I think Suzuki's a good outfielder, but I'm kind of disappointed. I thought Suzuki would be a better uh, a, a better hitter than he has been. He's not bad, but he's no. not.
0: No, well, I'm not saying famous. right right now. You it's know, it's sooner
5: or later, it's, uh, they're, they're they're not getting uh, they're not getting power out of first base, third base, or either of the corner outfields. That's a problem, and they have to figure that out. And that may be part of what they're thinking as well, that if Stroman is going to get them, you know, if, if they're going to have the ability. Because they, remember, they do have these guys who are prospects, so you could um, you could just as well turn around and flip a guy like Matt Mervis if you, you know, if you think you can get your hands on a first baseman uh, for the long term, whether it be Bellinger or whether it be somebody else. Get your hands on a first baseman. You can turn around and t- uh, uh, trade a power hitter like that. There are teams, you know, there there aren't that many teams that don't have a first baseman that's uh, that's pretty good. Um, but the Brewers ha- are, are one of those. I don't know if you want to trade them to yeah. the Brewers because you don't want to have to deal with the guy forever. But uh, but there are a few teams like that out there that just
0: they well, right now,
5: some power hitters and and the Cubs do too. They just have to figure out where they're you know where they are. And well, how if, you to, to play in the majors, if you go to
0: if you go to spring training tomorrow. tomorrow with this team and that kid comes up and wows everybody in spring training, I'm putting Bellinger in right.
5: Yeah, I might. I might. And, you know, um, you know Suzuki, you may, be, you may be cycling through four guys. I mean, I think there's lots of ways to do it, but I think that's, that's the Cubs' challenge, and that challenge, they, they have options right now. Um, that are going to uh, um, that are going to shape their team for the next few years. They just have to figure out
0: what they're going to do. Well, Northwestern, uh, I'm still on the on the the predictor that I think Northwestern ends up without playing football. We got to go to we got to go to Kyle uh, here in a second. What what are they? How are they going to field a team this year? How many people left? Uh,
5: I think they had a bunch leave. I'd have to go look it up. I, I don't remember.
0: I mean, is I mean, how I mean, are, they, are they are they really going to go down there and play Ohio State with what they have left? I mean, good Lord. Well, I'd <laughs> be asking the same question. Are they really going to go play Ohio State with the guys that they already had? Yeah, well, it's <laughs> another. going to get their butts kicked either way. I know. All right, well, Kevin, thank you very much. But SP Futures up 26, and Futures up 155. As we're shaking off the, the Japan announcement, the turnaround yesterday, and the bite of Dippers were... It's scurried out of there under the covers, and they're buying away. We'll be right back with Carl Dillinger.
8: Three four five six. That's seven zero eight three four nine three four five six. Or visit my website at myhomesourcerealty.com. That's myhomesourcerealty.com. Stocks,
0: jocks, and jocks. stocks and jocks. You are out of control. Right here, right now, right here, right now, right now. Something happening here. Lauren Rupay, Section I'm Tom Howe Andrew on the board. We, uh, we hope we have Mr. Carl Dunninger. We've got uh, market up twenty-six SPs and Nasdaq up 158. As we are doing the dip from uh, the. Uh, do we have is that? Is that Carl piling in? We yeah. do. What's up? I just got the message saying we have we have no Zoom. Yes, we have no Zoom. We're not sure why we uh, we've been locked out. So we have to figure out how we get back in because I paid. Oh,
2: well, uh, yeah, it was, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, I went to connect up and,
0: uh, I was waiting for the host to start the meeting Well, uh, we'll, we'll have it fixed by, uh, hopefully it will fix fixed right after the show But, uh, I gotta get gotcha. some, yeah, I mean, uh no it's, uh, so, uh, I, uh, I'm looking at, you know, I've got a bunch of clients that have been calling me saying, uh, you know, at some point, you want know, to get shorter or whatever, you want to, we want to lighten up, uh I, I don't, I sure as hell don't want to be a doggy downer on the market, crowd, but this whole idea of stocks of the size of Meta making like, you know, 10% jumps into the 37 PE range and adding $55 billion in our market cap in one day, I don't, that's just, when I see other, other groups, it's almost like Bizarro World, I listen to this Buffoonish Fed president, in my opinion, and I, I actually think he's probably a really good guy and real smart, but somehow he's got, him, he's got himself locked into this thing. How he can talk for milk toast for two hours about inflation, this, that, and the other thing, and every single company comes out right after he's on and says, "By the way, our, our revenues are better because all we're doing is raising prices." Is, is the guy in a fog? Is is he being paddled daily? What, what? What? Something. Something is is bizarre here. I mean, we can only have. I mean, maybe. Uh, you know, uh, Joel thinks you got to stay on these companies because they're going to be the only ones left. Uh, you know, I mean, no, d- no, no, hold on, man. <laughs> well, I mean, not, not, not to that extent, but I'm saying, you, I mean, we've shown no chance of, of like stopping Microsoft. Anybody else who has a who has a company anywhere near them, they're just going to buy. I mean, I, you know, I, I say there, there's, I'm trying to think of reasons why a thirty-six, thirty-seven PE. Microsoft's still a good buy, or Meta's a good buyer. Well, I mean, there, isn't, there, there isn't one. You, you know that. Well, but I'm trying to find I one. Tra- Are we going back to zero interest? If we go back to zero interest rates, yeah, 37PE probably makes sense, because guess what? But, you know, I was... I was uh, no, no, actually, it doesn't, Chief, because if we go back to
2: zero interest rates, you to have 25% inflation, Yeah. And, and you may think that you're doing wonderfully. However, the entire economy comes apart. You can't you can't afford to go to into the hospital because they instantaneously back. Up. The, the hospital cannot run because obviously that doesn't work for more than about 15 minutes. Uh, and, and by the way, a loaf of bread is 20 bucks and the fact that you make $15 an hour is irrelevant.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm saying it, it looks to me like it's it's pretty much down the road to where some adjustment, I'll use that term, should have happened already and it hasn't. I mean, I. I, I well, uh, well, it didn't happen in
2: 1999 either. Okay, I mean, you know, I, I sold MCS in '98. Okay, in September, the deal closed, and and I sat there for the next year with everybody in their brother telling me the you know, how much money they were making in Cisco, which by the way doubled. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and I looked at them and said.
0: Well, he said something. Okay, well, they're the only
2: people, but the only people, the equipment that, you know, that powers the Internet, and, and, you know, you were in this business, you know full well that this, you know, these guys are essential. There's, there's nobody comes anywhere near them. they blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Same story about Microsoft today, right?
0: Well, the yeah. Same story. Well, I mean, I get it. i am just, yeah, I'm,
2: What happened in 2000 in March?
0: I, on, uh, what I'm, I, I, uh, a. I'm stuttering here because I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with everything you say, except I don't. I'm surprised that let's put it this way: when the Fed started draining a little bit of money off the federal balance sheet and actually stopped growing the money supply, I'm going to say nine nine months to a year ago, we started to see a little bit of a progression downward in the market, or at least there wasn't as as much seemingly incredible money pouring in every day. Then came the Silicon Valley thing, and they poured a whole bunch of money back in. Now, if you're right. if you're a monetary theorist, like I am, or like to think I am, there's usually about a six-month process for that to work its way through, which is pretty much coming to the end of the six months. And now, since then, they've been draining the money back out, and they're actually lower than they were when they put it in. Which, you know, is still not low compared to where they were when they started this whole mess three years ago. But still, right. it's a little bit of a drain, and it it looks to me... Like those lines are going to cross here pretty soon. I mean, I'm not going to say this month, maybe, uh, maybe another October. Somehow, some way, this is going to slide back down, and I don't think you're going to get too many more quarters where Praktor and Gamble, as big as they are, is just saying, "We just, you know, what? We, we felt like we should rate prices. We did." And I mean, there, there's a lot of companies around, Carl, which is has been my bitch since you know, since long before you knew me. There's a lot of companies around right now that we've allowed to get in a situation where if they went out tomorrow and raised all their prices 30%, the revenue would drop 10. And I put McDonald's right in that case. I mean, right now, I mean, I, they, they could go out tomorrow and raise every price 40%, and there's going to be a few people <laughs> to drop off or a few people to get something off the dollar menu, which is now two dollars. Uh, but still, they have we have buku places. When I say beaucoup, maybe 20, 30, 40 places They can charge whatever they damn well please, and we've allowed that to happen. And I, you know, and I don't see it ending here. We, the, only, the only hope we have is that Europe tells people they can't buy more people. And, uh, you, as you know, the hospitalization area is totally out of control. We're, we're down to like... Well, yeah, but, but, okay, but here's the thing. Just pressure on the- Carl, you've got to do a little yeah. better on the communication you're hearing like every other word. Uh-oh. I don't know if you're in your uh, cell or whatever, you got to find another spec. Well, so, is that any better? A little bit. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll do the best I can. I might end right. up having to okay. like, transfer this, you know, like, uh,
2: where I don't have a clear view of the sky, so to speak. Um, the, <laughs> the back pressure is under the surface, but it's there.
0: Yeah, it is. I agree. Hey, you know what, Matt? Okay, uh, Andrew, I
2: mean, did you see? Did you see what Kennedy came
0: out with last night? Yeah. Hey, one second. Hey, uh, Andrew, why don't you why don't you try uh, Matty's Zoom? Because if it's forty minutes, that's all we got with Carl.
7: Try that. Okay. Sounds good.
0: All right. Uh, we'll we'll give that a, a shot, Carl. We because uh, we because I'm the I have the Zoom, of course. We paid for, so we can use whatever we want. We also have Matt Weber's kind of backup one, which is okay for. A little while, so but even when we can get you on Zoom for like a half hour and have to go back to the phone, we're still better off than where we are right now. So uh, sure. um, yeah, you know, I you really you really got me last week with the uh, the tax receipts being down. I, I would never have guessed that, Carl. I don't know why it's the easiest thing to check, but um, you got me with that one. I, I don't know. I can't explain that at all. Other than something's wrong. Well, uh, the, 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 look, that's that's current data. Yeah.
2: Okay, that's high-frequency information because it gets, you know, I mean, that, those deposits get made every time you make a payroll, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's real. Right? You can't argue that. It's it's like some of these other things, you know, like the disability number showing up the BLS data. You can't argue with the fact that the, those, that data is where it is.
0: Um, yeah. Okay. And
2: so it's, but, I mean, you look at some of the back-pressure, it's under the surface. And that's, that's you know, the, the same sort of stuff was going on in 2006 and early part of 2007, okay? You remember we had the Bear Stearns collapse. Everybody said, ah, oh, you know, that's, uh, it's just two you know, it's, it's those guys starting with these two little hedge funds. Bear Stearns finally blew up, and, and it's over.
0: Yeah, well, hey, why don't you, and, you, and you? It seemed to be for
2: 18 months, right?
0: Yeah, well, you know the weird part was? We, we uh, the, the, the first one to blow up one of our clients was in that fund. And I never talk about sitting there going, but I, just, I just never dreamed that Bear Stearns was in that kind of trouble. I, and I, and, I, and I, after the Enron situation, I surely never dreamed that they had all that stuff off balance sheet. I thought people stopped doing that with Enron, but evidently not. I mean, I should well,
2: have, it, it, you, you'd think that all this, uh, you know, but at some point, I mean, you know, you're supposedly the real box now, right? right. Yeah. How many people have gone to jail for violating
0: that? Well, yeah, no, But I mean, for people who don't remember, what happened with the Enron situation is they had all kinds of off-balance sheet companies that the people who were running the company were all part of, and they were kind of siphoning money from one to the other, right? So even if Enron looked good, there might have been some other one that was going under or something like that, right, Carly, They, they shifted the money around wherever they had to? But they had how many... In fact, one of one of the guys I used to have a beer with, his daughter, was on the uh, the audit thing. How long did it take them to audit the place? It was like years. And I, I think she, he said there was was it thirty five or fifty five other companies that they put off satellite wise to do all this trading and stuff. Jeez. Oh yeah,
2: no. It's, oh, but but see, it's it, well, look at what, what just happened with uh, you know
0: the, with freed the you know the, yeah. the crypto dude, right?
2: They just they just killed gee. It, not only did, did none of the money get given back, that he funneled off all the political you know, patrons, if you will, um, but they've just decided that, oh, you know, the, the vast majority of those charges we filed against him that would have put him in jail for uh, the next, you know, 750 years, all right, no, nah, no, nah, we're not going to prosecute those.
0: That's I, Andrew, are you ready to make the move? I'll talk for a minute while you guys set it up. Are you good? We can do that. All right, why don't you guys uh, get that together, and I'll... Uh, I yeah, uh, just, just need the link. All right, you send them, send Carl the link, and then you guys blink off for a second, and I'll run through these stacks that are up. And uh, like I said we got gold up eleven bucks. We've got uh, silver up nineteen cents, twenty-two, uh, thirty, but still nowhere near the, the the twenty-four, twenty-five number we always are talking about. Uh, you know, it's it, it's we have the, we're some of the stuff is very range bound. We have oil that is, is somewhat broken out a little bit, but then some of these stacks just cannot go down. We had Nvidia was up nineteen or twenty dollars yesterday finished up like twelve and sure enough it's back up another actually finished up maybe eight. Now it's back up another seven today. I mean the stuff is relentless. Any little any little sell-off um here is is just met, met with buyers. And uh and I think you know the weird part is as much as I may think and you know, I'm I'm one of the I'm one of the people. I mean I, I would say that I really don't want to buy Microsoft at this price. But I have a client that sent us a bunch of money last week and we're gonna probably put it to work today or Monday, now we're going to protect it. We're going to have some, puts and calls around it so he'll have, you know, he won't, he'll have limited risk. But if I go in and buy, certainly the Q's, I mean, if I buy the Spiders or somebody, this is a Friday, a lot of people get a paycheck, and you know, oh by the way, some of the money from the, the, of some of their paycheck goes into their 401k, the company matches it. There's, you know, 500 bucks in there that are 300 bucks. It goes to the mutual fund and mutual fund tonight buys 300 bucks worth of stuff. They're buying these stocks. I mean, it it's not you. You almost can't get away from it. Which is which I, when Carl comes back on, I'll, I'll uh, you know ask what his opinion on that. But maybe that's one of the reasons why you know the, the market is getting more and more concentrated. But is it's it almost seems like it's time where you want a a QQQ uh, ETF that doesn't have the top five in it. Um, I don't know want to buy it or sell it, but but you we got you, Carl. You do what, Mo? Oh, much better. Um, while you were. Uh, you guys are resolving your technical issues, or Andrew was resolving. Uh, I was just saying, you know, how much do you think the five, six, seven stacks? It's, it's just like it was in two thousand with Cisco and Intel and those things. But right. how much of it is even even if you can't stand the company, you almost can't not buy it. I was just saying, I, I don't like Microsoft anywhere near at thirty seven P E or the hell they are. Yet, if you know, some people did send me money this week. If I'm going to go buy some cues for them or some Spiders, even if I'm going to protect it with puts and sell some calls and go from a 100 Delta down to a 65 or 70, depending how careful they want me to be, guess what?
6: I just bought some Microsoft.
0: I mean, it's almost well, like I can't well, avoid it. yeah,
6: tell me how you avoid that, right, if you are yeah. in any indexes. All right, it's... It, I, I just, I look at this stuff, you know, the, I, I look at companies like NVIDIA, uh, you know, Chipotle, there's another one. I mean, these guys sell burritos for crying out loud. Yeah, all right. I mean, I you know, well, McDonald's, you know, which you brought up earlier, right, same space. I mean, when you you know, you think about it, I mean, it's fast food, right? Um, <laughs> I just i I look at all of this, and then I you know I look at the consumer credit numbers. I look at the ta- current tax receipts. You know, we just got the GDP report out yesterday.
0: Um, well, by the way, what was the? I couldn't find the the deflator. How how, how bad was the deflator? How, how much of a figment of somebody's imagination core, was that? Core three percent, which is complete, yeah. HS. Right. So they're saying that the goods and services were actually up five point four percent, and they subtracted three instead
6: of like five. Uh, yeah, it's and and the <laughs> the amusing part of that is that you know energy. Um, you know for a few months here has been you know gasoline in particular has, has been suppressed okay depressed down it 's going back up again now a little bit uh, about a about twenty twenty five cent increase uh, in this area over the last uh, what, what three, do you guys weeks. slightly off topic and I don't know if we have this on the top of your head it 's kind
0: of hard to find what is the the total you you guys you guys meaning Tennessee people uh, pay on tax we 're ninety two cents here. Oh,
6: on on for gasoline? Yeah. Uh, I do not know off the top of my head precisely what it is. The federal, I think, is still fifty three. No, it's not that high. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Isn't it? No,
0: I I, I had the list here. I I I should have committed it to memory, but it's um, because in in Illinois you you charge sales tax on the tax. Right. So the ninety one is really eighty one. Got it. Because uh, you had ten percent out of that, or eleven percent, or whatever it is. I, I, thought the fed federal was like fourteen, and then
6: the, then the uh, state is okay. okay so te- so Tennessee, uh, the gas tax at the state level is twenty seven point four cents. Right, a it's the, the state's more than the federal. State's twenty seven point four.
0: Okay, and what what's the, uh, the you know. Um,
6: well, I all right. So it says the total. Well, now wait. That's this is. Yeah. Th- th- so supposedly, uh, I'm I'm like digging around here. So I, I see a total here. Okay, the federal is eighteen point four. Um, but I'm not so sure that this is because, like, I'm seeing. Yeah, you know, I'm seeing different numbers here. Um so yeah, I'm not sure exactly which is the correct you know the correct number well, our bob is was two sixty something it's been creeping it's up right. to two
0: ninety five so i mean if you're two ninety i mean i I saw some here last week I got some at three eighty six so I actually you know put a put a bunch in the suburban um i mean at two ninety five and you got ninety one cents tax, you're up to four bucks right there without even
6: right. the guy without even getting it here or the guy making any money. Right, exactly. So, I mean that's uh yeah, and, and that's just kinda the way that goes, right? Is that you got the you know, you got the one um that you know, that goes with the others. But yeah, it's uh we're we're looking at that, uh te- yeah, Tennessee's twenty seven point four, so I mean that's you know, that's yeah, yeah all right. Um but that's uh that means that uh you know forty five, fifty fifty cents roughly is the is the total. That's paid in uh, in actual state and uh, federal taxes.
0: Yeah, well, you don't have a. We have a city tax here. We have a county tax.
6: Right. Well, then. Yeah. Well, uh, then there's sale. I believe sales tax is charged on top of that. And yeah. our and our our general sales tax rate, because of with the local overrides and the county overrides, ends up right right around ten percent.
0: Which is kind of what we're living in the city. Here. We got to pay for Sachs Park too, you know. Well, you Get know, I mean it yeah, is, you gotta do that. Yeah, it it is what it is, right? Well, what I mean, whenever. These things happen, and obviously you love to see the market go up, but the population, in the back of their mind, if, if if the Congress could pass a law that nobody could sell, we just kept our hands in the boat, nobody rocked the boat, and every day we just went up and nobody was a seller, and we could all just be rich someday, like in a month. I mean, it, 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 it sounds nice. I mean, people tried it with the tulips. It, it never quite gets there, and there's some sort of a... I just, whenever things turn, though, Carl, I see so much carnage. I just don't like to see that again, and
6: I guess we're gonna maybe someday we're going to it, and I hope it's not close, but maybe it is. Well, I think you know, it's going to be worse this time than it was the last, simply because it's gotten blown up so much further. I mean, it's a, it's just a, it's a stunning thing that you see in certain areas. Uh, you know, there's there's parts of the economy that are essentially locked up right now. I mean, how, single, actual single-family housing around here is one of them. Yeah, oh well, it is here too. Okay. I mean, in in you know, there's still you've still got these guys that they bought lumber and components and things like this and were putting up cabins like crazy during a pandemic, and you know now they're getting completed, right? Because, you know, I mean, it takes time from the time that you, you know, you pull the permits and you, you know, you put the foundation down, and then you, you know, you build the stuff on top of it, right? Okay, all right, fine. Well, none of that happens in an afternoon, and so now you've got these places that are coming up on the market, you know, <laughs> 1500 square feet a million dollars. Yeah, well. And it's like, um, okay, how's that going to cap out, guys? And oh, by the way, uh if somebody, you know, 1031s that out of money they had in California, then okay, if it gets whacked by half, well, if they were in California, it would have got whacked by half, too. Um, all right. Uh, whatever, but <laughs> if you're financed and that happens to you, you're dead. And because your equity that you put in is gone, and so is you know 25 percent of the money you borrowed is also gone, but you still got to pay it. Well, we're, we're running the risk in,
0: and I don't, know if, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this to you, uh, but I think the 2007-2008 was a recession like maybe only one other. And when I say that, virtually all recessions that I've been through in my life. Uh, when I say me, I didn't lose my job half the time or anything like that, but uh but the idea is these are business cycle recessions. You know, you things get too hot, people invest too much, all of a sudden there's a there's a comeback and then all of a sudden it goes the other way a little bit. It somehow how it seems to be I'll use the term normal. Uh every time governments tried to uh find a way to not have a business cycle, they manage to screw it up even more than, than having one. But it's not it I would call that uh, i use the term income, it's probably a bad term. I use that an in income uh, recession. you laid off for a couple of months, you go find a job painting houses, you know blah 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 if you're not if you're not stretched out of course, there were no credit cards in those days um you you made it way you made it your way through it okay and and then all of a sudden you could call back to work and and everything's you know kind of back, you know you didn't get your money back but the 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 great depression was was totally different in a sense that you worked for. However many years, and, and Grandma Carl, or Great Grandma Carl, had her money in you know in, in Andrew's bank, and all of a sudden she's got two grand in there or, or nine hundred bucks, and she walks down there and the door hits her in the face, and they say you don't have nine hundred bucks anymore. By the way, you're, you're, it's gone. It's a it's a balance sheet type of thing. You it just you just rip your balance sheet away, and I think the same right. thing happened in 2007, 2008. A lot of people maybe got something from their parents, maybe saved up, they put forty five grand in the two hundred and thirty thousand dollar house, which was the median house at the time, and all of a sudden we have this issue and, and the house is now worth one hundred and eighty five okay so even if if you had to move whatever you did, maybe even you got out with the you know not being foreclosed on or whatever but the fact is you just lost either your inheritance or you just lost you, you lost a significant part of your wealth, your balance sheet took a hit even if you didn't lose your job. Right. So it's a whole different brand of ball, and, and if you did the math back then, I mean, I did it. I was on the show with Dr. J on the score. I did the math, and I'm like, "This is this has to happen because people can't afford their own home. If anything, if anything rocks the boat, we're screwed." Well, if you take the same numbers today, and I did them, I also sent you that article from the guys from the Epic Times or whatever. They did the right. same. They did the same math I'm doing. So it's not just me. They're saying, for, for, to, to order, what, "What do they say for the, the median house now in California?" You have to make two hundred thirty thousand dollars. No median house anywhere. You have to make two hundred thirty some thousand right. dollars a year. And, and what percent of the population makes that? Like
6: three well, well, percent or yeah, something. Yeah. That, well, that's the entire problem, right? I mean, you look at you know around here, right? Uh, you find me six figure income jobs in this area, in this in this general area. They're they're not around. There would be a few. They, they don't exist. Yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah. Okay, there's you know, there's a few people that do. There's got to be some doctors and lawyers around somewhere. Well, uh, well, of course, there's a few yeah. people that do, right? But uh, do you do you honestly believe that the average schlub um, can can come up with five hundred grand for a single family house in an area like this? No, absolutely not. Might you be able to make that happen in somewhere like Atlanta? Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, but. You're sure not going to do it in Knoxville. Well, even
0: even where Audrey's at, in Orland. I mean, 500 what do you need for that? Two, 260 or something? To, uh, uh,
6: you, well, I mean, the, the if you have the rules, down payment. The general rule is no more than 30%, but that's assuming you can put 20% on the table. Yeah, so what, what
0: does it take, the normal couple, unless, you know, dad didn't just die and leave you some, which there's a lot of that going on. Uh, right. You know, or, or you know, the mom and dad croaked and by the way you sell their house and you get the money from that, I mean that, that happens but it's, it's kind of hard to get yourself, you know, if you're buying a house for 500 grand, it's, it's pretty hard to amass 100 grand in a bank
6: if you, especially I, if you're 30 so, years old for God's sake I mean, well, I, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's, but see, that's the thing is that you look, at, you look at that and everyone says, well, you know, the answer to that is that, you know, the, the corporate guys have all come in, we're just all going to rent forever you know, you, you'll eat bugs and own nothing and be happy Right. And and the answer is no, that's not what happens. Uh, But what I see is that since Joe Biden came out and said nobody's going to have to pay their student loan bills. uh, The expected reaction from somebody saying that you can have free money and never have to pay it back did occur. Okay, several hundred billion more went on student loan balances since that statement was made. Well, yeah. If you tell me that here have five hundred thousand dollars to go buy a house, but you don't have to actually make any payments, Uh, uh, yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you know, but but is that reality? And the answer is no. I, you look at what Kennedy came out with last night. Okay, what what did he say? By the
0: The, way, I I didn't hear it.
6: The the man's insane. All right. I thought you liked it. No, I actually, I, I actually called him as being nuts. It's cuckoo for cocoa puffs, when he first showed up and started talking about various things because I I smelled this the same kind of thing I smelled with Trump back before he was elected in 2016. Um, so he he is his thing was Americans are moving into their vehicles huge exodus from houses as property taxes and cost of living skyrockets. Gee, big shock, right? Yep. All right. So here's his. He points out that a generation or two ago, a single wage earner with a high school education could own a house, raise a family, have vacations, stay for retirement, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, it's how it should be. All right. Uh, fine. Sounds good so far. Okay. So now, the, the middle class won't recover. Here are some things that I'll do as president. All right. Renegotiate free trade agreements and improve and impose compensatory tariffs on imports from low-wage countries. Sure you will. Yeah, it's hard to do. Well, actually, sure, well, by the way, well, that's, that's something you've always said you wanted to do. By the way, wage and environmental parity tariffs, um, one of the primary points in Leverage, published in 2011. Yeah. Okay? All right. Two, rein in military spending. Um, okay, nice idea, except... That's $700 billion a year, roughly, give or take of a little bit. Well, of course, give with what's going on over in Ukraine right now. We, we keep adding to it uh, kind of on a weekly basis, it seems. Um, but how much of it do you think you can actually get rid of? Let's say you could cut it in half, which is an extraordinarily I'm, I'm impressive... Gonna, I'm
0: going to say, well, you know, we don't got to go to break here, but I'm going to say that... You know what? Think about this during the break. I'm going to say that uh,
6: over half the military budget is, p- is pensions and stuff you can't get rid of. Well, I'm... But but I mean I could be aggressive and say fifty percent, right? Still yeah. only takes three hundred billion off the spend. Right. Oh, by the way, it's six trillion dollars is the total right now. Right. Um next one, cut health care costs with Medicare for all. Okay, there goes five trillion initially on the federal budget forever, eighty percent of it in deficit, because the tax the tax base is not their support. It's an eighty percent. Well, what,
0: what if we were to amend that to say Medicare prices
6: for all? Well, um, okay, so that wouldn't be a bad idea. Except you can't get there from here with the way that we currently have things because you don't have Medicare prices for all. I know, and you couldn't do it because you still have the illegal invader that comes into the country and gets meta medi- and gets medical care for zero. Okay, And guess what? Somebody has to pay that bill. You also have the guy who is the junkie on the street in Asheville who's panhandling. And he's all jacked up on whatever drugs. He, he gets arrested. He ends up in jail. By the way, this happened down in, in Okaloosa County when he used to live down there. They had two guys that were meth heads that get jacked up. They get arrested. They end up in jail they get taken to the hospital in the within a 200 mile radius that is uh, in the top 10 in the country for price gouging they run up over 500 grand each in medical bills the county has to pay the bill and guess what that what ends up happening then then they turn around and they say oh by the way we're 10% short on our on our How much, cash what do you think cash flow what, so but that's you, going on your property taxes
0: what do you think the, the variable cost is of the stuff they actually did to that guy Oh, probably a few grand yeah
6: but they build the, but they yeah. built these uh, they this out yeah. over five hundred thousand dollars yeah
0: and I and, you know that's that's the weird you know it one of the things and we do have to go to break here but one of the things uh, I, I actually read this kind uh, a long time ago and I, I think it fell victim to a flood in my parents basement was something about welfare is not only for the rich or is, is not oh, only oh for no the,
6: I, I know, you know because I mean, I mean you know.
0: the most of the people I know especially I know a lot a real lot of Hispanic people. Um, and you know what? They're not at age 75. First of all, a lot of them don't, you know, had a rough life. They don't quite make it that far. One, right. of the, one of the biggest things is that rich people last longer or, or wealthier people last longer. They take care of be- be- better care of themselves. But how many people do you know over the age of 65 that have two hips, two knees, you name it? The, oh, on, yeah. On Medicare, oh. which I'm not saying you shouldn't, by the way, uh, not at all. But I'm saying I got news for you. None of those guys are in the hospital getting new hips at Northwestern. I mean, I well, just, that's right. Well, know. that's
6: right. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's uh, SP Futures up twenty six, and as if he's up one fifty two. We'll be right back. Stocks and jacks.
8: Stocks,
0: Jocks, and
6: Stocks, and Jocks. You are out of
0: control. Here. Right, now. right here, right now. Right now. Hello, everyone, Pay Stocks and Jacks. I'm Tom Al. We got Andrew on the board. We got Carl Denninger with us. I've got income up 0.3%, spending up 0. 04 I guess we see some of that in credit cards. I have. We have core PCE year-over-year 4.1 percent, and I got a we got a bridge for you if you believe that one. Uh, S&P futures up 31 now on these in these inflation numbers. Nasdaq futures up 168, so we're taking back all that we lost yesterday. It appears. Dow futures up 148. Individual stacks: Procter Gamble. Yes, we raised prices up 249. Uh, what else we got up on the Dow here? Not eh, Apple up 183, and uh, Salesforce up 183. Procter and Gamble like set up 249. Microsoft. Up 265, they were down yesterday. Can't you can't be down. They're they're the future. Asia, we've got the uh uh Nikkei up one down 131.4 percent, Hang Sang up 277, 1.4, trying to get back over 20,000, 19916 getting pretty close. Shanghai up 59, 1.84. Uh, Fed key inflation rate falls to the lowest annual rate in two years. You just don't know how well you've got it out there. Those prices really aren't going up, despite what you see. Uh, DAX up 18. 0.1%. FTSE up six point one percent. 0.1%. Kakeran down 3. Let's call that one flat. So minor, minor to the upside over in Europe. Uh, yesterday, Dow was down 237. SP and p down 29. NASDAQ down 77. We're going to punish those bears this morning. Anybody who's short is getting it right where the sun don't shine, which they deserve. You should never be short. Uh, the U.S., 10 year, uh, 3.97. Actually, that's down four basis points. We closed yesterday over four. We had bit, we'll talk about this Japan thing when we get Carl back on. Bund up one basis point, 2.44. Japan up 12 to pound pi- pi- 5.57, which is the bl- highest we've seen in like years, like a lot of years. Uh, oil, uh, down up four cents, 80, 14, 80, 13, back up over 80. Rent down 7 cents, 84.17. Natural gas up 4 cents. 2.64 and our Bob, just like we were talking about with Carl. It's almost 3 bucks. It's up 2 cents today to uh, 2.97. Gold up 11.40. It got clobbered yesterday when this Japanese announcement came out. but It's making most of that back, 19.57. Silver up 7 cents, 24.44. Copper up 2 cents, 3.90. We've got Bitcoin up 122.29,257. We got the U.S. dollar, which was way up yesterday, is now down today. Not as much as it was as it was uh, up yesterday. I got the euro at 110, which is kind of where it's been, and in, in the British pound at 128. At one point, it was over 130, but it's come down from there. A lot of stuff, Andrew.
7: What do you got for us? Traffic, weather, sports. All right. It is 7:42 uh, here in Chicago on July 28th. Uh, starting off with some sports. Just a game from the Cubs last night. I have this right. Uh, yeah, so let's see. The Cubs at 1 over the Cardinals, 10 2 3. Over to some Chicago weather. Uh, it looks like the thunderstorms outside are clearing up right now. Uh, we're currently at 78 degrees. Gonna have a high of 97. It's gonna be a pretty hot one today. That's gonna hit around 4 p.m. And looks like the skies will clear up hopefully a little bit as well. Uh, but over in Phoenix, they're at mostly clear skies, 93 degrees. They're gonna have a high of 109 today. Is it excessive heat warning it's still in effect? And finally over to Chicago traffic, uh, let's see, looks like, yeah, not too many changes from our first hour, uh, traffic has bulked up a little bit overall, uh, but still no major accidents or closures to report, uh, as always, if you're coming in on that Kennedy, expect pretty heavy delays, uh, this time all the way from Foster Avenue, nearly all the way to downtown. Uh, and it's almost just as heavy if you're on the way out this time as, as well. I uh, Expect some heavy delays near uh, Diversity Parkway and uh, a little bit further on the Kennedy. Once again, near Foster. So that's all I got. Back to you, Chief
0: Carl. What uh, What do you make of? Well, first of all, I I, I see it. I mean, I have some theoretical idea of, of what it may cause over a period of time, but I've never really been involved in this uh, you know currency trade overseas. I mean, I know that. In 2007, 2008, the 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 glee with which people were were pounding into these mortgages at six and a six and a half percent, which you know I would never expect because there's not that much money there to be so gleeful about. I mean, you can make money at it, but but the um, evidently there was a lot of borrowing over in Japan at one percent. Now, if you did the futures contract, you did the forward, you don't make any money. But if, if you don't, if you forget that part of the trade, and I'll explain that I guess if I have to, but. Uh, Lot of people, even you and I, if we put up a million bucks, you know, you could do chump change, not me. Uh, If you you put up a million bucks, uh, and we borrowed like 30 million from Japan at one percent or one and a half, and we we put that into six and a half percent mortgages, even you and I can be fat and happy doing that, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and we just hope that we go we go turn around that the yen is not. Move versus the dollar, or we lose it on the other side.
6: But I, I, I was going to say there, there's this small little problem of of exchange rates that can uh, give it to you in the back door. Right, but but <laughs> for the few years we're making our
0: five percent a year, and we hope, you know, if we can keep it going long enough, uh, you know, we, we probably
6: could well, mitigate some. Well, of you're it. making it five percent a year, and you turn the crank a few times first. Yeah, but right. S- so yeah, you you get real happy doing this when it works. Oh uh, well, yeah. Well,
0: the greatest thing in the world is leverage. The worst thing in the world is leverage, right? It's all a matter of timing. That's uh, but right. but what what if these guys let this thing roll to one percent or one and a half out of the blue, which they sort of gave a hint yesterday. Now it's over. I mean, the thing is supposed to top out at point five, right? And they're, they're supposed to do something. It's already at point five seven today. What what happens? How do we upset this weird apple cart that the world has been dancing on here for a while? What if these guys go to one and a half percent or something?
6: What is it? What's it going to do? Um, I'm not entirely sure because, uh, you know, as as you pointed out, you left you intentionally left a component of this trade out, which is any sort of protection against the bad thing happening. Right. Right. So, and and that's the reason the trade works, especially when you turn the crank, the number of times that you're turning it, is that. The reason it is so profitable is because you assume that nothing terrible is going to occur, and therefore you don't guard against that. Well, if the terrible happens, um, <laughs> bye bye. Um, uh, but I don't know how many of those positions are unguarded, and I, I don't. I'm going to say does. virtually all of them. I, I w- I'm willing to bet that the answer is most. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I don't know where the dispersion is in terms of, okay, who's, you know, who's sitting on the ticking bomb? Um, I, I don't know where the ultimate responsibility ends up because a lot of this stuff is chained. You know, it's the same sort of stuff we were talking about in 07 and 08 it was, yeah. you know, the whole counterparty thing, right? Okay, so I, you know, I own a bunch of, uh, you know, I'm short a bunch of credit. However, the guy that wrote the contract, it, it's not traded on an exchange like a put or a call. Where there's where there's some margin supervision here. Um, there there's no margin supervision. Oh, you know you're you're short five hundred of these contracts, and but oh by the way, you don't have any money. (laughs) And then and then the guy comes and says, "Pay me." Well, with what? So I'm um, you know I don't know how much of that is is essentially well, you talk you talk
0: about counterparty risk. We. We we're we're, we're kind of deep here, Carl. We got to back up a second and explain both of this because I think we both if what first what I was talking about and Carl also was talking about is if is if you go over and and borrow in Japan, say the rates there one percent and here it's five. Make it simple. If you borrow in Japan, you go over there and borrow at one percent. So, the first thing you have to do is turn your dollars. You got to borrow in yen, okay? And you then you turn the yen into dollars. Now you come over here and you invest it, and you're getting five percent. But if you were to get a forward contract after a year and say, "I want to turn this back into yen, okay there's gonna be a four percent discount there that's gonna make up for the interest right you're not gonna there's no zero sum game here right right that's uh, there's that,
6: no such thing as a free lunch yeah, you, you yeah. can make it look like it by not taking the protected right. protective position but th- that assumes the bad thing doesn't happen that means you needed that protection
0: yeah or or you if you if you figure you go enough years and you're up like thirty percent that somehow the yen is not going to drop thirty percent against
6: the dollar which well chief, yeah, but it's yeah. but it's the same sort of thing right. you know I mean people play this game in the in the stock market oh, where absolutely they, they're out on maximum margin too right yep. and, and this all works until all of a sudden there's a ten percent drop in the market, and uh, oops, well,
0: it's like <laughs> you Dan get a was margin saying
6: call you don't have any cash
0: well like Dan was saying yesterday, the market going up like this essentially creates its own momentum because right. the 50 billion dollars added to meta tomorrow is now wealth on everybody's sheets that has a stock account someplace and because uh, nobody's got it in their bedroom anymore uh, they, and, and tomorrow we they, that that person can go out and buy with that with that much equity or they can go out and buy that much more in stock tomorrow right well that's right and, yeah. and that continues right up until it goes the other direction right and the other thing Carl was mentioning is if you, if you do these forward contracts they're not you do them with banks or you do them with other people, they're not the same as an exchange. That's why when the, when you when you do a trade on the CBOE, well, the CBOE used to be a big deal, but if you do an options thing, you're really not trading with, well, you're trading with a person, but the position is held at OCC. So if I was on the trading floor or not, or as a retail client, and I bought a 10 lot from Carl and sold a 10 lot to Andrew, I'm flat. Where if, if it's, not an ex- it's, it's not a central exchange, I'm long with carl i'm short with Andrew and I hope they both make it to the to the day the option expires totally different position right i'm not flat yeah, at all it, i have well, two i have two contracts i have two positions
6: well yeah and, and it's a it's a totally different situation because the o c c uh is in is in the middle and guarantees those positions and therefore they have they have every reason to make very sure the guy on the other side can pay right but
0: it only happens in one day so right. so if, if if i were to do a uh, September call with Carl, and then sell the same September call to Andrew. I'm just playing flat. I don't have to wait till September for for year to years to cover, and and Andrew's to cover, which is a big change. Obviously, that's why that's why you didn't want to do Bitcoin
6: because there was no exchange that was any worth of crap, right? Well, yeah. Then and if you thought there was, and they stole your cash, yeah, that's a problem. Y- you might find that that supposed Bitcoin you had really isn't there.
0: Yeah. Hey. I also wanted to run uh, one by you as a congratulatory thing, uh, Carl, because you've been, uh, even though I pride myself on having some of this monetary background, I sure as hell don't know it all. Uh, I had never thought so much, even though I I guess I suspected something. I never never had it defined as well as you saying, if some people are able to borrow money under the inflation rate, all it does is, is drive a wedge between the haves and the have-nots even more, and it, and it makes uh, asset prices go to the moon like baseball teams and, and football yeah. teams. You know, but the, uh, I read an article the other day. I don't think I sent it to you. It was, I don't know what it was, but it was talking about how the um, long term, because I'll send it to you if I, if I can dig it out. Interest rates are sneaking up, and yet the corporate tax payments, interest rate payments, have not gone up hardly at all, if at all. Which really they yeah, will. But they will. But, well, they, they will. but uh, the writer's point was, three, four years ago, and we, we covered this. You were on and we were talking about it. The the amount of companies all in that year, remember we had another guest at the time, would we talk about how the balance sheets of corporate America, instead of getting better, were getting seriously worse. When I say worse, more debt versus... Uh, right. But the, the amount of money, evidently, that was borrowed by the Amazons and the Microsofts and the GEs of the world at two and two and a half percent long term is still standing them in in massive because they 're still paying the same two two and a half percent, and now the inflation rate is ten or something or has been right. how it, how it is, is was an advantage that even even you who spotted it first didn 't realize how big it was going to be because you didn't you, I mean none of us had any idea five years ago when we talked about it of the of a covid bump in inflation and basically what the article said. Is because the inflation really is up, thirty to forty percent. The guys that have this long-term money at two, two and a half percent—I mean, they are the cat's ass. I mean, for
6: for for until it rolls, correct.
0: But it was thirty-year money. Didn't somebody get forty?
6: I I, I, I get this, but here's but here's the challenge with that. Okay, you
3: can't
6: roll it.
0: Well, but I mean, weren't some of them forty years? Well, you're only five years into it.
6: Yeah, but I don't think. I mean, if you look at the actual weighted, I mean, yes, there was some that was very long money that was that was put out there, and those those guys are laughing their butts off right now.
7: Just want to say but, we got exactly five minutes left in the meeting. Okay. Um,
6: but yeah, so I mean, that's the you know that is the case. But again, the average duration in those stacks is nowhere near that. And over the next few years, the problem is, historically speaking, corporate debt and the same—you know and the same thing's true with national debt, right? Never goes down, right, right. Well, so, it, yeah. so what happens, Chief, when that stuff has to be rolled and can't be because the new interest rate is five times what they were paying? I for?
0: on a on a theoretical level and any kind of level, I can't debate you for a second, but. If I'm Procter and Gamble and I got 25 years left at two percent and I'm raising prices 10 percent a year, I'm You're happy loving to, it for the time I'm, being. I'm loving it for 25 years, and that's kind of a wow.
6: <laughs> well, I, I get that, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying. But that's. But I just don't think that the 20. That the you know everyone's looking at the the far end of that curve, right? And the far end of that duration. Most of this paper that was taken during these years. Was not that far out. So why? Because it was. Yeah, it was two and a half percent on thirty. You know, for thirty years. But I could have one percent if I only took it for ten. Yeah. All right. Well, guess what? Most of what I took was for ten. What do you, what do you suppose
0: those thirty-year bonds are trading for? They
4: oh, got to be trading lot. for
0: like forty-five or something. Maybe, maybe like forty cents. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Then, then you have the. Then, if you're the company, you might just want
6: to buy them back. Or well, if you have the cash. Yeah. But see, that's the problem. Is you have to have the cash. Well, and, and, oh, by the way, the longer you wait to do it, the more that value comes up, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you get closer to par. I mean, obviously, at expiration, at the point that you have to roll it, it is par, at least assuming you can pay and it's not bankrupt. Uh, it, you know, it doesn't default. Then it's, then it's whatever the recovery value is. But assuming that that's not the case... Uh, but yeah, the the thing is, is that you know that's the thing about those kinds of discounts is that yes, right now they're trading at forty cents or forty five cents, and that would be nice to buy them back for forty five cents if you have the forty five cents.
0: Well, that's true. I mean, i probably want to just keep paying the interest, but it's it's kind of scary. And this is what out of all the you know the facts that you know maybe I get right, maybe I don't, Carl. The the, the thing that I absolutely would debate with anybody. I mean, you know, even Paul and these guys that have a lot more degrees than I ever had, is every time you do something that's somewhat untoward and you rock the boat, your interest rates get too high, then all of a sudden you got to make them too low. An awful lot of people, one way or the other, get hurt, and some people get screwed, and it makes it very difficult for people to plan, and it just screws the economy up by making these kinds of mistakes. And even if, and I. I I stand by that. I would I would debate anybody with that. It's just really bad to let it happen like this. You, you end up with resolution trusts. You end up with the 2008 crap, and we're ending up with this crap. And now, yeah, and
6: and, and and well, and we're way over our skis right now in it, a lot of different parts of the economy.
0: Well, and Powell comes out and he says he's worried about uh, uh, price pressures, wage pressures. Name name me anybody. If you were to take a real look at this inflation, it's got to be starting from March of 2020, girl, it's got to be 40%, 35 minimum. You can tell me how many people have gotten a 35% raise. Keith, just, I just
6: bought 100 bucks worth of parts for my lawnmower, Okay, just repair parts that I needed. I, these are things that I've had to replace before. I have the invoice from 2019 when I bought the same parts, the exact same parts. There's sixty percent more expensive. Yeah. All right, got a okay. minute left here. Yeah, sixty sixty percent. So people that think that, yeah, that's the reality of inflation on the ground.
0: And and the idea every single one of these contracts that I see come through, if I do the math, nobody's nobody's catching. Yet the other side of the coin is uh, Lou was talking yesterday about the Hunter Biden thing and how many people were buying, you know, five hundred thousand oh, yeah. dollar paintings. The other side of the coin, Carl, if you go to the right places, because of the way the government dished the money out for COVID and just in general stuff with the market going up the way it is, there's there's a per, there's a percent of this, this company, uh, company, this country, they don't, 500,000 is like you and I buying a beer. I it, know. I mean, it's it, the amount of wealth that we have pushed into a few people's hands is, is so dramatic. I don't, I don't even think we can count it up.
6: Yeah, well, it's going to
0: be fun. It's going. To, hey, we're going to have to let you go a minute early because we're running. Out, we only got thirty seconds left on our Zoom. Ooh, but hey, and we didn't. It's we, gone. He's gone. He's gone. All right. Well, the uh, I'll call him back and say thank you. Meanwhile, S and P futures are up thirty one fifty. Nasdaq futures up one seventy five. We've got uh, gold is up uh, eight bucks. We've got silver up. We've got everything is sort of up here. It's the only stocks that are down that I see. matter uh, in fact, I only see. Cisco's down 69 cents they had earnings they were up initially last night but now they're now they're not um, but anyway it looks like it's going to be another up day and yesterday you had your one chance I guess to get in uh, and if you didn't take it <laughs> well you didn't take it uh, anyway SP futures up 31 Nasdaq futures up 174 back on Monday stocks and jacks <laughs>